Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of It's Generic. I hope we're all staying home, self-quarantine, and being calm. Um, We're really excited that all you guys have been tuning in. It really makes us happy. It makes us want to keep doing this. Um, We're always trying to do this once a week. Um, We're still very busy with work and school, so I'm glad that you guys have the patience. Um... But yeah, another episode, episode nine. Episode nine. <laughs> We're back this week. Yeah. So, in today's topic, we were thinking um, of talking about a little bit about our college life and how it led to where we're at today. Yes, I think we're going to be sharing our own college experience, especially since we have two different ways to how we got to where we are at. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I think that it doesn't really matter where you go as long as as long as long you do it. You have to work hard <laughs> wherever you go. Yeah, I agree. Alrighty. So let's start with how did we get to college? You want to start? Sure, I'll start. Um, so... I went to Sher High School, which is um, a high school in Montebello, um, and I was in the AVID program, and I don't know what AVID means, stands for, stands for but all I know that it was like a college prep class. In retrospect, it did not help at all. You don't think so? No, you're in a little bit? No, no, no. I mean, the most, the most thing that was useful was that they helped us with the common app. And making you wake up early. And making us wake up early. Yeah. In college, you don't need to wake up so early. It depends um, on your class. Though. True. Um, but yeah, and I don't know. For those that are taking it or have took in, have a different experience, then that's your experience. But my experience is it wasn't really worth waking up at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> What time did school start? I don't know. I don't know anymore. You don't know anymore? No, I think I assume eight thirty. Yeah, around that time. For right. Me. I don't know. Now it's like nine thirty. Really? But you I don't know. For high school. I don't know. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> um. But yeah. So then, I applied to multiple schools in LA, um, and. I ended up getting into Mount St. Mary's, and it was this, the school that I went to. Um, it's technically, it's called Mount St. Mary's University. At the time that I went, it was Mount St. Mary's College. Um, but they swapped the names after like two years later, mm-hmm. which I was able to get it on my diploma university instead of college. <laughs> but I graduated there with an AA degree. Was it worth it? to get an AA degree at a school like that? No, because it's private. (laughs) But yeah. Private, I say it costs a lot of money. Yeah, it was a private school and no one really supported me financially, so I had to work full time to be able to pay. Take out loans. Take out loans, take out grants, take out, uh, try to do scholarships. I was told to do scholarships and even though I applied to so many. I didn't get anything, so then I just give up on doing the scholarships. 
were you applying when you were in high school before you started yeah, your first year? Yeah, I applied year? in high school. I applied to so many. You did? Yeah. Oh. And I didn't get anything, and and I think that's why I didn't have the motive to do scholarships anymore. It was easier to work. It was easier for me to just work. I've I've been a workaholic since I was young, so. But did, yeah. Did you actually use some of that money to pay things that you needed at school? Yeah. You did. I did. Mm-hmm. So it kind of help. Yeah, and I also dorm, so it's just more. More cost. Um, Dorming was, dorming was worth it. Um, I feel like you should experience living on your own. Maybe. That's the college experience. Yeah. But I also feel like it just depends on, on the campus you go to. I live like 15 minutes away. Just you take the goal line. Um, and then there was a shuttle that picks you up at Union Station to bring you to the oh, campus. Really? Yeah. Wow. So a lot of people was, were using it. Yeah. And you just show your ID. Um so it made it even easier to not dorm, but then I ended up dorming you, because of that 18-year-old me. Do you dorm for two years? I dormed for two years in the building full with females. <laughs> and there was a lot of drama. Drama. I don't think I had much drama as a, as a freshman. Everyone was cool at the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, well, I, did I regret going there? Um, so I have an aunt that went there, and I remember as being a kid, I have a picture of me being on that campus. Really? Yeah, wow. during Easter. Um, yeah. Uh, so she went there, and she fell in love with the campus, and that was her experience. But I think she also kind of just imagined that for me. And, and in my end, I just kind of, and I didn't know what to do. And I could see, you know, like going to college is the biggest thing. But in reality, I wish I could have taken that step back and really make myself, give myself that decision of just going to a community college and getting my AA there versus now being stuck in so much debt with just an AA degree. Do you think that a lot of people are in your shoes right now? I don't know. I wouldn't. Maybe, maybe not. It all just depends on their finances i would assume how i mean it doesn't matter if you have your finances right going to a private school it's private school price yeah so doesn't matter how much you earn or whatever and you still have it's still a really high price to pay yeah um so i assume yeah i mean i didn't get in there with a full ride i i didn't go in there with someone giving me money just to be on campus. No, I got in because of my GPA, because of my personal statement, but they didn't know that I didn't have any income. So it's, you know, one of the advice I kept getting was, oh, you know, just take out more loans. And it's like, no, you know, we live in a generation where we understand that taking out more loans is going to keep us in debt. and that's that wasn't my way of think. I mean, that's my way of thinking now. But at the time that I was eighteen, no one teaches you that. It's just that no everyone is just telling you just take out loans, do scholarship, do grants, and it's like. Well. Now that I look back at it, I wish I could have just, went straight into an AA degree. I think that's a solid advice, especially nowadays. I feel like, college back then was a lot cheaper than than it is now 
Yeah. I feel like everything is so more much expensive and people sometimes spend more than four years at a at a school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like nowadays people are getting wiser and knowing that financial knowledge is very important even when you are young now. Because yeah, yeah no one teaches you that but it's such a valuable tool if you have. What about you? What about me? <laughs> How did you get into the college you went to? <laughs> so I think where I'm going to start where I migrated to the United States from Costa Rica. I was 16. At that time, I was in 10th grade, sophomore in Costa Rica. But the funny thing is, high school in Costa Rica ends in 11th grade, whereas in the U.S. it ends in 12th grade. So by the time I moved here, I had to, I guess, take an extra year mm-hmm. because that's <laughs> extra year to graduate because that's how it is right here. So when I got here, I repeated 10th grade and yeah, I didn't have my transcripts or anything. So all the grades that they were giving me for ninth grade was were C's. Because you didn't have the transcripts. Because I didn't have the transcripts. And especially since I, was, I came here in such an odd time, like in between academic years. Mm. So school already started right. by the time I got here. But it's just the way that the school system in Costa Rica is. It's like summer is winter and winter is summer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the summer vacations are shorter, the winter vacations are longer in Costa Rica. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I got here, went to Mission High School in San Francisco. I was supposed to go to another high school closer to me, but since everything was taken and failed, they sent me to, like, the next neighborhood school. That's the shitty thing about the, system, the school systems out here. Why? It's like a lottery system almost. I mean, I guess everything has its own pros and cons. Like in LA, you say you cannot go to schools from other cities unless no. you have that zip code or that city. Yeah. Address. Versus here, it's like you could go to, you can live in the Sunset District, which is like the ocean side, and they could send you somewhere to any high school, really, because it's so close by. It's so everything is seven by seven mile radius. Yeah, but, yeah, I went to high school in Mission. Back then, it was pretty ghetto. Predominantly African-Americans and Latins. And, yeah, there was a lot of beef, a lot of gangs, a lot of fights. It was it was interesting, like, coming here <laughs> and experiencing all that, like, firsthand, like, right. out of nowhere. Uh, but after, I think, a little bit, before I graduated, it started getting better, especially when Dolores Park got, uh, it got a makeover, mm-hmm. so it made it so much nicer and better, and all gentrified, so things in there got nicer, safer, more lighting and all, but yeah, even after that, I spent two years, just because I wanted to go straight to a four-year university, because that's what my parents, my mom was pushing me for. Instead of going to City College and then jump. I know that was a different experience for you. But 
I guess when I was applying, I was just thinking, okay, City College, that's my backup, just in case I don't get into <laughs> any university. <laughs> they, will, they will tell us, oh, you never know. Doesn't matter if you have a 4.0, but if you don't get into any universities, just in case. I'm like, okay, City College, I applied to state universities and UCs, the University of California because I just wanted to stay local in California. That I knew. Didn't want to go to a private school one because of the common app, the application size was different from, yeah. from the UC system. So it's like another essay that I didn't want to do. Yeah. Two, uh, they were out of state. Three, there were the prices. <laughs> so those three reasons in my case, led me to not go to a private school. I didn't see much of a difference if I was able to get into a good UC. Right. And I applied to four UCs, UCLA, UC Berkeley, UC Davis, and UC Riverside. I didn't get accepted to the top two, LA or Berkeley, but I did get accepted to Davis and Riverside. <laughs> At the end, I ended up going to Davis why? Yeah, yes. why? <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, it was because of the rankings. <laughs> oh, my God. I that mean, still cracks me up. <laughs> but it's L.A. But it's L.A. It's not <laughs> even L.A. LA. It's Riverside. <laughs> still 45 minutes away. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a car. Even when I was in Davis, I didn't have a car. But I guess if I were to go to L.A., or I would probably had a had a car. Right. But... You didn't really need a car in Davis. I had my bike. <laughs> it was such a bike-friendly town, so I would I bike I love everywhere. that we both were cyclists. Yes. I was forced into it because my campus was all about biking. True. And True. L.A., though. L.A. is a lot about biking and cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's easier to just bike versus waiting one hour for the bus. So. True. <laughs> but, yeah, I went to Davis... One, because it was closer. Davis is um two hours. Is it two hours away from here? Two hours away from, from San Francisco. Closer to Sacramento. Closer to Sacramento. It's just a small college town. Small? That place is huge. My campus was small. Mount no, St. no, I, I said small. the town. <laughs> oh, okay. Not the university. The university was like, pretty much took over a big chunk of the city. But the town was small compared oh, okay. to L.A. I'm like, because my campus is literally <laughs> a block. <laughs> yeah, I remember when we started our relationship. The first time I went down to L.A. with uh, with my fiance, she took me around her beautiful campus of one block. <laughs> I mean, that was like, th- we're done. We're done, like 10, <laughs> 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's it. I'm like, yeah. That's it. <laughs> can't like, call it. My classes was right there. I dormed right here. <laughs> Food's there, and that's it. <laughs> So yeah, we did we did go to uh, USC a lot. Yeah. For events. Yeah, I was gonna parties. ask, yeah. like outside of school. Yeah. Of classes, you don't have much of. Yeah. Of a college life unless you go to a bigger campus. Well, how was UC Davis like for like the college nightlife? How was that? I guess I was just boring guy doing the same thing <laughs> i forgot you're an introvert <laughs> introvert total introvert but 
I mean, I still got to meet a lot of people just because I went to Davis with a lot of my high school friends at that time. A lot of my generation went to Davis. So we had a, like a, a decent sized group of people from high school going to Davis. So I don't know. We kind of started from our circle and started meeting more people uh, in our dorms. I also had a dorm. I was dorming like for the first year. Like for us, where we were only allowed to dorm on the first year, and then you could apply for the second year. But most of the times, freshmen after the first year, they just find their own apartments, which is a lot cheaper, and right. it's like a five ten minute uh, bike ride from campus. Mm. So that was very convenient. But Davis was fun, I guess. Um, I mean, it's the college experience. You just have to try as much as you can. It's not much about the classes that I enjoyed that stood out. It's just what you could do, the things you, the activities. I know. Last time you took me there, you, I think you took me to like the arcade looking room. I oh, was yeah. like, what? You oh, guys yeah, got a bowling alley here? Bowling alley, <laughs> arc, full arcade, pool table. Yeah. Everything. That was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, bigger campus, you could fit more things. Mm-hmm. I think I took you, I gave you a tour. Of you the... did give me a tour. We decided to do a day at UC Davis. And then uh-huh. we went back for your sister's graduation. Yes, that's true. So you kind of were familiar, kind of, on how big it was. <laughs> to me, it looked ginormous. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I loved it there. Just because there was so much more space. And there were, like, you could choose whatever you wanted to do in there because there were so many clubs, so many things going on, frat parties, house parties. Mm. Yeah, it was so... I enjoyed my experience. You know, uh, the Davis campus is actually bigger than the UC cam- USC campus, now that I remember that. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that because I, I would think, like, USC it's, it's is It's like ginormous. USC is just one big square. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I, guess, I forgot the street's names, but yeah, it was just one big square. <laughs> but they have the the basketball and, and football stadium separate. Uh-huh. But if you just think of the campus alone, the, the Davis campus is definitely bigger. Yeah, we had to bike from one class to another. There was no way to walk it there and make it on time, especially if you had like time crunch between classes. I think people biked. But I think it was mostly skateboards. Skateboards. Mm-hmm. I guess that's more convenient. I mean, I just walked right yeah. next door. So. <laughs> it's because in the Davis campus, we have uh, a stable for horses. You could take uh, horseback riding. There was also a farm. We had cows. That's fucking crazy. And we even had like a ginormous oh, like yeah. agricultural like center. And even down south, we had our law law school, the medical school, like all of it, like was in there. Wow. So you have to drive it from you, one you side see, to that's another. The part that I, you know, I wish I could have gone. I wish I would have known a little bit more about the UC system instead of just private schools. Like I, mean, I don't know you, why you apply. Came. You apply to UCs, no? You got into couple, no? I got. I think no. I got into states. You didn't apply for UCs? No. no. I don't think I applied to... U- yeah, no. No? You didn't apply to UCs? No. No, no, no. No, I, I applied to, like, private schools, but, like, in Santa Barbara, private schools in Malibu, private schools in wow. other outside that state. That was your goal, huh? I don't know why. I, I don't know. I UCs wish are... I, I would have known a little bit more about UCs. 
I, I didn't like... know. I I literally thought the Common App was an app where you could apply to all different sorts of schools. So I that's why I only stuck with the Common App. I never thought there was a UC app. Al, I was the other way around. I just did the personal statement and the UC application and done. I was done. I didn't want to do more work. So I... that yeah, I do think definitely people should tour campuses or get to know the different kinds of systems because I think that that was something that I didn't really get. I mean, you had UCLA right there too, no? I mean, I knew all those schools. I just thought the Common App was for everything, but I don't know what I was thinking in high school. I just wish somebody would have guided me a little bit more. Yeah, I just thought... <laughs> Especially when you're going to make a big decision. Of course, spending four years. A lot of the people nowadays... They even decide not to go to college anymore because it's not something that yeah. aligns with their career paths. I asked my cousins, you know, if they were going to go jump into universities or state colleges. Um, but then they're just like, no, I'm just going to, you know, do my AA first and get my GE out of the way and, and then think about college. college. Kind of now I'm just like, hey, that's a, that's a smart way of doing it. Why spend so much money on just your GEs and just get those out of the way and then go into college knowing the major you want to major in. I guess, in my opinion, going to college, it's a good way to get ideas, network, just for the experience of it, if you don't know what you want to do for your yeah. career or your future, so, because it's your time to explore. So that was the other question I had. What made you want to jump into... Because you went into the four-year system. You graduated in four years. And how did you know that that was the major you wanted to major in? Actually, when I started freshman year, I was uh, undeclared. I didn't know what, what to do. I thought I wanted to go into business or econ. But I guess I sucked at math. <laughs> I couldn't pass this one class. I'm like, okay, let's see what else can I do. And I think... Oh, like you, I kind of stumbled upon um, my major as human development. So I had to deal with a different range of uh, majors like psychology, sociology, anthropology, right. child development. So all those things, I had a lot more choices and options. So I kind of went into it. I really like um, psychology too, like you. But I got more interested when I got to work with the younger groups, like children's or kids. Yeah. Whereas you could also have, I could have also been working with adolescents or elderly people. Right. But at the end of the day, I chose uh, children's. I really enjoy it. I saw a path in there, so that's what I stuck with. I think in my sophomore year or junior year, that's when I found out, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I just went with it. But when I started college, I didn't know what I wanted. I had an idea. Right. But it didn't course. come true. Because you're going to change. jumps into it with an idea. You're going to change majors so many times. And I, I feel like that's the time for you to do. <laughs> that's what happened to me. <laughs> what? I psychology, sociology. To be a psychology major. And I still had that all the way through when I moved up here. Um but along, you know, along the way, my two years at Mount St. Mary's, I stumbled upon early childhood education. I volunteered there, and I ended up working there, and I ended up just 
love working with children. And, I'm, and you know, I'm going to backtrack it a little bit. My first thought, I wanted to do fashion. That was my ideal. Some kind of artsy career. Fashion design. Fashion design. I wanted to go into FITM like my other aunt. Um, but, you know, I didn't. I didn't pursue that passion. So I ended up going to Mount St. Mary's. And then ended up finding that working with kids, I could still be crafty at the same time. Yeah. And I love being, like, super artistic with them. Um, I think you excel on that more than me. I just like to work with children, but not in a formal setting. I'm good with children. <laughs> I like to play with them, helping them grow, but... Yeah, the arts and curriculum crafts. side of it. <laughs> curriculum side, not so much for me. <laughs> so, yeah, and then I graduated... Then I transferred to another college, and that was, like, a whole nother step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even if we have gotten into this career path, I mean, I was, I'm still able to use my little business skills that I learned in my college career because, I mean, if you're running your own business, you cannot just be good at with kids or... You also have to know how to run the business and everything behind it. So I think that's a good balance that we have right now. Mm-hmm. But I guess going back to the financial part of college, I, I actually got a lot of grants and scholarships for my first year of college. So it was actually all paid off for my first year. Look at you. Look at I'm you. over here struggling, <laughs> yeah. working full-time shit. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was very fortunate to graduate college to a four-year in university at a UC with, with pretty little uh, debt compared to other people, even though I didn't work at all either. And I took summer schools, which is like on top of that. That's more money. funny. I, I graduated with an AA and I got way more debt than you graduating. Like double that, yeah. Double than what you graduated with your BA. Yeah. So, yeah, that says a lot already. And even then, Port Mensa, I transferred to... Another private school. Another private school. <laughs> like, what the... <laughs> and at that point, um, you know, I was in a, in a, in a relationship, and we were going to go to San Francisco, and so I ended up thinking to myself, okay, if I'm going to move out there, I'm going to apply to Why a school. Why do you ap- apply to a private school? Because <laughs> That was what something I was used to already, the private school. Get fancy. I know, right? But it was like, again, I wish somebody would have told me a little bit more about money or a little bit more about state colleges or open up my bubbles. Of course, if I go to San Francisco, I'm not going to know anything. I don't know the city. I just know private schools, and that's my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to... University of San Francisco for two years. For two years. And that was brutal. A lot harder than St. Mary's? Uh, Yes, harder than St. Mary's. Even Um, though both of them are private schools. Mount St. Mary's was definitely hands-on for me. Um, I'm a visual learner. It's a bigger campus, more people. And you, I mean, in my major at Mount St. Mary's, the biggest class was like eight students. Eight students? Yeah. In my that's AA a class? major, <laughs> yes, that's a class. It was like my last. It was my second year, um, and yeah, most of our classes was like only in the early childhood education courses. It was like eight of us. Not even in my discussion classes were eight. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was literally eight of us and even then there was still competition between one person of another because it's so small and I guess people were I guess the classmates were just trying to find ways to make it more interesting so it was like trying all of us were the eight of us I would say were trying to like one up another which is not good when you're trying to work with kids um but then if you go into like the psychology courses that we had to take um then it was like top 25 people 25 it's like a regular people. classroom like in high school <laughs> 25 people were my discussion size <laughs> like lecture size i had average about two three hundred people Damn. the bigger classes auditorium size 600 people mm-hmm. i didn't even know <laughs> the majority yeah. of the people in there mm-hmm. so i went to usf um and the classes were i would say top and even then that was still a lot for me <laughs> and the professors weren't really hands-on no um no such a different experience that's why and i and i was still going into the psychology major at that point even though you graduated with a AA in childhood development yeah because i because mount st mary's carries a a ba in child development but in usf they didn't carry education then why did you apply to usf if they didn't have your major i don't know you see like i i this is where like i regret Mm -hmm. not make not making that much effort and knowing what's around you just saw a school that was private and my ultimate goal was to get up here with this with the reason why i'm moving out which would be a school that i at least applied to Mm -hmm. Um, did you apply to any other schools up here no of course not just one school just one school no it was here or san diego san diego yeah it was like either go up or go down you know (laughs) why i remember you said that you got accepted on nyu which is a great school yeah i mean no one really knows that either i just what do you mean knows that everyone knows that it's one of the top right i know but no one in my family knew that I just kept it to myself. You didn't that even was tell my, them? of course not. I kept no. the letter to myself. And my mom, like I, my mom had it and she showed it to me, and I was just like, yeah, I know, but I didn't want to go. My That's mom NYU. didn't want to go. I really wanted to go to New York, but ultimately I didn't go. It's one of the best schools. I think it's a private school. No, I, it's not I forgot. A I forgot. I, I forgot. I just know that it's in the top, top universities in the united states yeah but then i was also afraid of leaving my mama even though While i was you leaving left. my mama eight hours away right um but yeah so i went to usf um thinking that i was gonna major in psychology then i couldn't pass the damn bio psychology i guess bio psych uh-huh. i took that class like three times and I couldn't even pass it. So then at that point, I was like, well, maybe I'll do sociology. And I think at that point in my life, I wasn't even trying trying anymore. At that point, I was going through a lot of mental problems. Um, I was having a lot of uncertainties um, with myself as an individual. So On top of trying to stay alive up here and pay your bills. Uh, yeah, I was working full time and going to school full time. Like that never changes. Um but then I just, I just couldn't do it. So I ended up, you know, getting into academic probation. Um, and that was like, that's when you know you're 
you're being hit really wake hard. Up call. That's a wake up call. Like, okay, I'm in academic probation and now I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And that's when, when I found out I was in it, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not coming here anymore. And even then I have to still pay that debt. So. Yeah, that sucks. I actually got into academic probation my first semester, <laughs> my first quarter in Davis. <laughs> because as soon as I got there, all that freedom, I just started like fooling around, not like not taking my classes seriously. And also because my combination of classes, I always remember my my classes that I took my first year. It was like severe weather, astronomy, some English class and a math class. <laughs> Everything that you hate. <laughs> yes, and all sciency and all that. Like, it was terrible. So I got into academic probation my first quarter. Since mine is a quarter system, so classes go a lot faster. It's like a ten weeks, and then you're done. See, after I two weeks, after two weeks in, you get half your first midterm already. Damn. Mm-mm. So, so in four <laughs> or five weeks, <laughs> yeah, in ten weeks, you're done. I love that system because actually, okay, I, think I it got you. <laughs> I got through classes so quick. Okay, I don't care about this classes. Get this over with. <laughs> Because Versus. in one year, we had three quarters. How long is the semester? Some Four months? Three and a half? That's crazy. Mine is like two months, two and a half months. And I am done. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, after ac- academic probation, I think I, yeah, I got more serious about it because I didn't want to be kicked out my first yeah. quarter after getting I think in. when you're in academic probation, that's when you really got to think about whether you're just going to leave the <coughs> campus or just how you're going to maneuver yourself now to go pick yourself back up. Yes. So so then I ended up leaving USF. Um, and then I just took two years off of college. Was it two years or one year? I don't know. I mean, you kind of went to city college I for a little bit. I met you when I was still going to USF, right? Yes. So I think it was a, a year. year. Yeah, it wasn't two years. I yeah. Know. I took a year off, um, which is okay I think if you need to take a year off because you're going through any, you know, uncertainties in your life, just take it off. Don't hesitate about it. Instead um, of paying that debt instead and of, yeah. still doing bad at school on top yeah. of everything you like have. You don't want to, you know, put more burden on yourself. And, you know, and ultimately you're just going to go back to school. And people say, yeah, you know, you should graduate by the age of 22, get your master's by the age of 24, 25. You know, all of that is, like, off the tables. Like, you know, you have to think about yourself. I have classmates who are in their 50s going back into getting their BAs, and it's perfectly fine, and it's perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and you, you, it's everyone always helping each other, and it's the people around you that they have to support you in that decision. Um, ultimately, it is your own decision, and whether, you, whether or not you want to stay. So I ended up taking that year off, figuring my myself out, you know, taking some time to recuperate all this um, issues I was having mentally. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then I got into the relationship with you. And then I told you, like, hey, like, I want to go back to school. Um, you were like, okay, well, where do we start? And I was like, I guess I'll finish off my GE courses at City College. And then, finally then, I think about City College, right? I, 
I mean, it was free in here too. It was free. It's been like four years, technically, in a university, a private university system that I still had GEs that was not That's Finnish. It's <laughs> crazy. So yes, finish your GEs. They like, just get those things out of the way. If not, they're gonna suck the life out of you. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so I went to U S C C S F, and even then, I took GE courses, and I, you know, didn't do so well. I withdraw from the classes, and I was just like, this is just not my cup of tea. Um, if it was, I would have done a community college system way back in the beginning. But now, because I was so used to like four year college way of think way of life. That going to a community college system just, just felt like I downgraded my life a little bit. That you didn't feel the motivation. I, yeah, there was no more motivation after that. I wish I, I wish it was the opposite for me, but it wasn't. Um, then I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna give give it a try. Applied to San Francisco State University. I got in happily. Got in. I had to like petition. For so many courses, I swear to God to you, I was so happy with the last petition. I was like, "Oh my God, I don't have to take any more GEs my <laughs> final year of college." So yes, it's taken me seven years to complete um, my BA, my BA degree, and now finally gonna graduate in a month. Last in one month. month, but I know I have to like, okay, Genesis, you're. You know, you got to start doing your homework. If not, you're not going to pass this class. I already got some emails on that. I was just like, thumbs up. All right, I'm going to buckle down and now do these things that I got to, now I'm told to do. Um, but even then, like I, when I went to USF, you know, I thought about psychology, didn't pass the courses. I thought about sociology. I couldn't do it. And then throughout that, those years of being full-time, I noticed that, I was working a lot with, because of my AA degree in early childhood, I was working a lot with younger kids. And San Francisco State University has a really good program that focuses on early childhood. And I was really happy. I'm thriving in this class and this program that I'm in. And it's, you know, the child and adolescence development. And ultimately, that is why I, hands down, love working with young kids. So yeah, I feel like when you find something that you love to study, to do, you, you do it no matter what. Yeah. But if you don't, then you're going to have the worst time of your life trying yeah, to figure that trying out. Yeah, figure it out. And, and part of that was also because I was working. And that's how I knew that I, I love working with young kids. Um, and so it was kind of a good thing that I worked too because, you know, when you're done with college... Let's say you don't have any work experiences. Now you gotta go out and work, and so part of me felt like I, I at least accomplished one thing that I have yeah. eight years of working in yeah. early childhood education. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you have your degree. If you don't have work experience, you're you're still back in <laughs> yeah. zero because I think companies look at your. With your degree one and also your work experience, and a lot of the times volunteering before graduating is such a huge boost to mm-hmm. you because you're not just studying, but you're also doing some kind of work. Yeah. Even if it is volunteering, it just helps your resume. Yeah. 
And if you think you could balance a full-time, or even a part-time, I would say. Full-time in school, part-time, make some income for yourself. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess, think that's just my way of thinking. I guess my path was some more traditional or generic path mm, yeah. where I went, went to four-year, graduated, didn't really work. I volunteer. <laughs> but yeah. You did my, the normal, the normal college, college life. life. I did the hassle. All over. I was all over. I was a hot mess in college. <laughs> I enjoyed I, college life. I mean. And I think the one thing I missed the most was not making friends. True. I mean, it's hard for you when you didn't even stay in one place for for four years. I know. That's a totally different experience. I mean, I started. My freshman, I ended my senior year in Davis. So of course, I kind of know some people yeah. by then, even as an introvert. Yeah. I mean, I have acquaintances from Mount St. Mary's, and I have acquaintances from USF, and I have acquaintances from San Francisco State, but I wish I, I mean, I wish I would have gone out of these colleges with at least one or two friends. It's hard for a lifetime. Now I have one amazing great friend for a lifetime from being in San Francisco State See. in the program but and that's I'm happy one um, thing that turned out right yeah but yeah ultimately uh, San Francisco State University was a really good option for me I mean yeah you're almost done mm-hmm. doing something that you love so now so now what do we do now what do we do I feel like what you get out of college, it's not just the degree, but the experience. Mm-hmm. Because you just don't know what life throws at you or where you're going to end up with. Because we, I never in my life thought of owning a business or let alone having our own child care. Mm-hmm. So I think things just kind of align for us. And we were fortunate enough to give this opportunity that now we're able to do this. Because before then, we were still working with children. We were just working at schools mm-hmm. as a teacher, which I still enjoy. But Which we'll talk more about eventually, yeah. what it's like to be a teacher in a preschool system. Yes. But yeah, we were, I think both of us were bouncing back from different schools, different uh, school settings, doing what we did, which is being with kids and mm-hmm. teaching kids. But eventually, we just got this opportunity that we jumped on. And ever since then, we haven't looked back. No, we keep looking forward. Yes. (laughs) I feel like it's just really fun being your own boss and being in a career that you really love. Which um, we we really complement each other in this because you love the curriculum, the arts and craftsy, being with the kids. Thing for me, I also enjoy being with the kids and more of the, of the more daily routines, more but strict sometimes, more of life lessons, life skills, and I do the back business, try to run it, which is not too bad. But yeah, I, I feel yeah. like we ha- we you have to do a lot more than just being a teacher when you have your own thing. Yeah, you're all sorts of things and and just trying to. Be the best for your parents and for your students that you're working with. And and I like that because you also 
you know, even though you don't do the curriculums and stuff, I do love that you go outside and you play basketball with them or you play soccer with them or you play bouncy balls with them like you're more of the outdoorsy yeah. thing and i'm more of the indoorsy okay it's time to do arts and crafts okay <laughs> it's time to do science okay it's time to do the group projects or or oh it's you know circle time let's do it yeah um, it's crazy and you're just like oh okay we're it's lunchtime and you're it's it's so cute you prep all the meals and then you prep it, and then you teach them how to use their fork, like the basic life skills. Yeah. Like you teach life them skills, that. Yes, I'm a bit more patient in that aspect, and I enjoy that part more than arts and crafts. Yeah. I feel like being in this field, and being a male, I'm like so. There are like so few of us that. A lot of the places, they actually want a guy, because usually like the staff is like all females. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's nice to have a guy yeah, in the ECE could, field. Yeah, because uh, at least kids can look up to a male a male, and not just female role yeah. models. That's what I have been told. So I guess I am like kind what, of fortunate. Like you're, you're, you're put in like that father figure when some kids may not have a father. Yeah, that's so true. Like a role model. Yes, that always helps. Or like that also stereotype of like, oh, if the female, if the, if the, if the girl is feeling you know some sort of emotion the girl doesn't need to go to the mother girl could go to the father now or girl could go to the boy teacher or to the girl Mm -hmm. teacher now that now the student has options options to go to yes i feel like even back in school in my career there were like what a handful of guys in in the classes that i was taking yeah and the program that i'm in now there's like Three dudes. <laughs> Three dudes, yeah. <laughs> Which is great, you know. It's, it adds the balance, I guess. <laughs> what balance? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough female, but you got, you know, we got that handful of men in there. <laughs> yes. Which is a nice touch in the easy, I would say. But, um, yeah, that's that basically sums up part of our college life and career life and a little bit of career life yeah because i don't think we jumped into any other business didn't or into an into an other careers careers after college i don't really think so for me i i guess i always do with being with kids no matter what kind of company i went to was always kids related Mm -hmm. so yeah i did work at food service mm-hmm. and I guess clothing retails uh-huh. um but I I hated it didn't like it I even took you to the blaze pizza and now you're in love with blaze pizza blaze pizza is the thing <laughs> that was one of my one year of working at a pizza shop I mean you were still in school though I was in school yeah but I was also working there and working at the child development site that's crazy were you getting paid at the child development site it was federal work studies oh yeah so i kind of had to do like two hours three hours but it was part of that if you get federal work studies it's a thumbs up definitely take it because then it's within the school Mm -hmm. um the only problem i hated was that you're only um amounted this this amount that you can't exceed it or you can't even if you do exceed it you don't get paid though yeah you don't get paid for it or if you don't, you know, if you don't do the hours, you're not going to get the money. money. Right. So it's just, it's like an option in the air that if you have it, you do it. Use it. 
and you'll get your experiences that way. I guess to sum it up, um, what would be some advices that will be given people if they have questions about college or careers? Um, I would say... Take your time. Take your time. College is not right for everyone. Mm -hmm. Even if you take college, city college is always an option. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Don't ever think that it's a bad option. Don't ever feel like you... Don't feel ashamed of it. Yeah, don't feel ashamed of it. You're, everyone gets to life their own peace. Yes. You're yeah. making a smart choice, especially if you're thinking it on a financial point. Yeah. Basically, if you get a BA, it's going to say the college you went to, and that's what you should be proud of, not what happened before it. True. I mean, even now, I don't. I have my degree. I don't really look at it or think about it anymore. I mean, it has been well, we six really years. We didn't really talk about so minors. I, you minored in Spanish. I minored in Spanish. Do you minor in anything? No. I didn't have the time to minor anything. If I did, you had time. <laughs> If I did, I would have minor in special education. Like, looking back at it, it doesn't... My degree, yeah, to a certain extent, lead me to where am I right now. But at the end of the day, I don't really look and point out my degree or my minor at all. My, it's mostly your work experience. I, I have some friends that use... That graduated with a degree, but they don't even use their degree. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, a lot of the times I just enjoy college because of the experience and what I was able to learn from it more than going to class and things like that. Just, just teaches you discipline, too. I was the other way around. Yeah? I think I loved going to classes and I no. hated everything else. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do sports and I was such a sporty in Yeah, I did kind of some sports here and there. I didn't. I mean... You should have seen soccer practices on that campus. It was yeah. funny. What? <laughs> it was just like a playground. Like, oh, this is the type. This is like, the, like let's say the field is as big as our, built as our house. No. Yeah. Not even a full size. It's not even a full field. size. Yeah. Or like the swimming pool. Like when not we practice swimming, Olympic it's size. like a regular jumping pool. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. That's that. Um. But, you know, they, they have their their ways of doing it. But, uh, yeah, I didn't really do sports. I wish I did. I wish I did. I did take, like, a class, a one-unit class in, like, Zumba mm. and kickboxing and, like, dancing. But there we go. That was, like, the fun thing about it. But, yeah, take interesting classes in college. See what you like. Doesn't, yeah. Just because you went in went into college doesn't mean that you have your life Do you think every out. student should go into college with an undeclared major? So they always they always tell you in that vacation, what is your major? And it's yeah. like, oh shit, I don't some know. Pe <laughs> like, some people like, know what they want to do. <laughs> some people, they know, okay, I want to go into med school or nurse or things like that. And they just go through that path. But oh, if yeah. you don't, it's still okay too. What does it say about our future now? What do you mean about it? Are we going to continue going to school? What's going to happen in the future? So, after my fiancé graduates with her BA, she wants to go into her master's program, right? Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. What about you? But I'm kind of done with school. 
I was never a school person. <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying my working life. I learn. I still love learning, but not in a classroom or school setting. That's why I'm the opposite. I love to research and kind of learn, read books and things like that. Since, I mean, people always say learning that never stops. Yeah. And that's a true thing. I just don't like the classes and grading papers and midterms and finals. You're grading papers. Taking tests. (laughs) Like you're grading papers? Sometimes. Sometimes (laughs) you have to grade your partner's papers or whatever. Uh, I guess. But yeah, I I do plan on going into the master's program eventually. um, Right now, I just want to pay off my debt. As much as we can. You're fortunate. You you paid off your debt. <laughs> I think I paid it off I after like, a year, year and a half. Yeah. I was fortunate to be living at home. So all that money that I was earning was following through my loans. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very useful. Any yeah. other advices? Um, yeah, apply... Apply to anything you could get. Free money. Free money. Yeah. It's a real thing. I got a lot of it. <laughs> you did. I didn't get anything. I got grants. That was it. Even though you apply so much money. I didn't get scholarships. You, you I got grants. Scholarships. Yeah, especially scholarships. With your story, I'm pretty sure you have gotten a lot. That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, I tried. <laughs> did you? Didn't get anywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, apply... Um, enjoy college well, but what about after like, now you're stuck with this debt how would you advise someone in that that's a good question I feel like okay after you graduate now you have to find a job trying to figure out how to pay off your loans um, just to try to put as much money as possible into your loans don't just pay the minimum because if you do you're going to be stuck with it for 10, 20 years. Just as much as you will be paying for a house, <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that was, I'm glad that you told me that. Because before I was advised, oh, you know, you just play the minimum balance in your loans. And it's like, and you taught me the other way. Like, no, you should put chunks in it, you know. The only reason why it's because loans have an interest rate. What that number means is every single time that you let it slide, it just keeps piling up over and So there over is a again. difference with subsidies loans and unsubsidized loans, right? I never knew there was a difference when I went yes, to college. Yes, that's why they have two different names. Too. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I assume, but I just didn't know what it meant. Unsubsidized loans means that the interest rates are not being paid off by the government. That means as soon as you take out the loan, your interest rate starts piling up. Subsidized loans means that the government are paying for your interest and it's gonna start piling up when you're done with school. So, so is it best to, so when they, they, when they give you the option to insert how much you wanna take out from subs, subsidized and unsubsidized, is it better just to take out from the subsidized? I guess at the end of the day, loans, you try you want to try to avoid it as much as possible. But if you need to take out loans, I'd much rather everyone to choose the subsidized loans. Versus the unsubsidized. Unsubsidized is more of a last resort. 
you don't have any other way. I think that's like the best advice. Yes. Really, to know yeah. where you're gonna be at financially after yes. and before. I mean, if you have a part-time job, that's even way better because when you graduate, being debt-free is such a great relief because even if you graduate and you don't have any work or even as a part-time, at least you don't have that. The top uh, of your head. Yeah, that loan, that payment. That's how I feel payment. right now. Like, oh, I'm stuck with this loan. Everything that's like, just I could gonna... get a Tesla with this damn loan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But oh well, we learn as we go. And after... After you're done with school, the priority will be paying off your home. And after that, just a huge load, it's relief mm-hmm. from you. It just makes you feel more free. Do you think we're going to be, uh, you know how there's like campaigns and stuff like, oh, you know, no more. Everyone's going to, you know, no have no more school debt. <laughs> I'm like, I'm for it, but <laughs> I see why you're just like. I mean, it's just not fair for the people that actually put the work in and kind of pay off their own debt and make good financial decisions. Just because the student loans are forgiven, they're just going to charge us somewhere else. That means higher taxes or the government has to get that money somewhere else. It cannot just disappear. I do believe that they should at least deduct 10K. From what's going on. <laughs> maybe maybe that's more understandable. Because we're not using any of the resources. That? It's a school problem. It's not the loan <laughs> problem. But oh, well. That will be for another topic for discussion. Yeah. All right. Alrighty. One hour goes by fast. I know. I love it. <laughs> we get to talk to each other, discuss more in depth. And we could get to share it to other people. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you guys tune in to the next one. And remember to send us your questions or your comments. On Instagram or at my email. Will be link on the bio below. For sure. Alrighty, guys. Stay home. Stay calm. And be at peace. Bye. Bye.